Thanks for tuning in to Warcry Radio, where your host and wealth strategist, Karina Calhoun, focuses on mind reframing, personal money and credit, business theory to launch clarity, business credit, business leadership, home buying, and real estate investments. Tune in every Tuesday and Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time for another great episode. Talk soon. Peace. Everybody, welcome to Warcry Radio. Go be great. I am your host and wealth strategist, Karina Calhoun. And listen, folks, we have another amazing, awesome, wonderful business spotlight. Today we have Miss Chandra Gore of Chandra Gore Consulting. Almost got tongue-tied there, but I got through it. So, Chandra, how are you? I am great. How are you today? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you for stopping by Warcry Radio. We are so elated to talk to you on today. We've got some good, good stuff coming up, folks. So I am ready to just jump right in. So, Chandra, tell me who you are. We already know that you're Chandra Gore. <laughs> and tell us about yourself and your business that you own and operate. Okay, well, um, once again, we already know my name, but um, I am the principal consultant and publicist for a boutique um, business um, foundation and public relations company. Um, I also run another company called SCM Productions, where I produce comedic events, um, namely um, an Amazon series that's coming. And I'm the founder of the Greer Northern Virginia um, Comedy and Film Festival. It's here in the Northern Virginia area. Our second year got postponed, but next year we're coming back even stronger. And I am also the co-founder of the PR Collective Music. But Chandigarh Consulting is my main baby. <laughs> I love it, lady. You are busy. You are busy. Just a little bit. <laughs> yes, but I love it. And it sounds like each each piece that you have is like vital and it's mm-hmm. interesting and intriguing I, I absolutely love it so Chandra tell us a little known fun fact about yourself oh my gosh I'm a real <laughs> I love it girl. Like, <laughs> I'm a true country girl like um I can live off the land like a lot of people like I'm I'm in my my 30s and um I can pretty much build a shelter I can pretty much sustain myself off the earth like I can hunt and fish and like live like no one would expect no one really knows that or expects to see that out of me but yes I am a true country girl um like you can leave me in the middle of the woods and I can figure out I can live great wow that is something (laughs) you know that is that is awesome and amazing I am a country girl and so I can relate Mm -hmm. and so soul sisters here so where (laughs) are you from originally um I'm originally from Horry County, South Carolina. Um, in between, I'm from Conway and Myrtle Beach at the same time. Yeah. So, um, two great cities, yep. Awesome, awesome. I love it. I am from Fayetteville, North Carolina. Oh, my and gosh. Yes, yes. So, pretty close. <laughs> and Yeah. I, right. And I lived for seven years in Charlotte, North Carolina, but Fayetteville is my home. And my family and I, we would always go to the beach down Mm -hmm. in um, North Carolina. And I've forgotten that quick what it's called. But 
there's a beach. It's not Cherry Myrtle Hill? Beach. No, it's another one, but it's it's uh they've got uh there's a a, a condo association there that we would go to every single year. It's called Pepper Tree. But they got them you yeah. Yeah. So I mean I, I absolutely love, love, love North Carolina. My family and I last year, um not last year, the year before last, two thousand eighteen. My dad passed in early two thousand eighteen. So in late two thousand eighteen, oh, yeah. Um, but in late 2018, we all of my siblings and my husband and, and my mom we got together and went down to the beach. And it's going to come to me soon with the name of, and I'm like shocked that I've forgotten because we went all of my life. But we went, and that was when the storm was coming through in 2018. Oh, no. And so they kicked us out. We were already planning to leave because the storm was coming, but they kicked everybody off the island. And so we drove to the North Carolina mountains. <laughs> so we had like a oh beach my vacation and a mountain vacation <laughs> in one week. <laughs> it was so amazing. So amazing. That fun. Yes, it was. It was, you know, this is country folks being adventurous and just going for it. I love it. So Chandra, tell us why you are in business and what has inspired you. You obviously love business and are successful yeah. as an entrepreneur. So tell us why you're in business and what inspired you. Well, my I was raised by my grandfather, who he's my dad. Like um, he, he raised me from a kid. So um, he had multiple businesses. He was always he always had a business going. So I said to myself, I'm gonna be just like my like my dad do. I'm gonna have those businesses as well. So I started washing windows and stuff like that at like nine years old. So I never thought that I would never have a, not have a business. And then that's what got me started so I started washing windows and my dad had a landscaping company as well so I started getting the jobs taking the jobs that he didn't want to take you know what I'm saying because he couldn't schedule them so at 13 and 14 that's what I did was I cut grass you know and then that's what kept me going like I didn't want him to you know be take care of me like that I just wanted to work so I had my own little business going and then at 18 I started my catering and bakery and um, I've never not been in a business. And so I just, if it wasn't for my dad, I don't think I would have, I would have been so focused on being an entrepreneur. So it's really not, so, you know, I really want to drive this point home for everyone that's listening. It is not so much the business that you have, the type of business. Mm -hmm. But is this? It is the spirit of entrepreneurship that you must possess. Yep. You know, because you just said you, you know, you cut grass, you had a bakery, mm -hmm. and at the beginning of the show, the top of the show, you named off a good, you know, three to four businesses that you all you have now, and you know, yeah. there's no telling how many you've had in between those. You know, the so, little small ones. No, I closed companies. Yep. Yeah, so, you know, it, it really, it's determined by what your drive looks like, you know, and you have True. to be, right, you have to be willing to sometimes in the eyes of other people fail and keep mm -hmm. going, you know, because just talk about, talk about 
you were inspired then. So are you inspired the same way now? Yeah, I am. It keeps me like, so when you phase out, like when I've closed businesses, not because they weren't successful, but because mm-hmm. I've evolved, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So my dad always taught me and I'm not mentors too. I had um, a couple of mentors who opened up, who showed me the car, the dealership business, who showed me uh, unconventional, like a dating service, like, I've seen multiple um, different categories of business, but the, the, all, all of the same thing remains the same. Once you meet met a, a certain um, criteria, a certain threshold, and you know you can't go any further, it's not that it's, it's not successful, it's the fact that you've met your um, threshold and you gotta go on to something else. So you actually phase the business out and just evolve into something else. So it's a constant evolution, you know what I'm saying, of what you're doing. Um, even though each one of my businesses are a different category, everything kind of connects and actually just keeps building and making something better. I mean, if that makes sense. It so, absolutely positively does. And the fact that you said you phased them out because you've gotten to a certain peak within your business. And that's what I was referring yeah. to in the eyes of some other folks. They may say, oh, well, you know, it failed because they had to close it or, you know, X, Y, and Z. But in their eyes, it may have failed. But we know what has transpired behind the scenes. We know that this is right. as far as this business is going to go, not because I lack knowledge or resources, but because this is the point that I needed to get to, now I can move on to something else. And I think people, Chandra, I believe, and I want you to talk about this a little bit, but I believe people are afraid to evolve. You know, that fear of going to the next level is something that puts these concrete weights on people's feet, Mm. you know? And so that having that fear, you know, it makes it even harder for people. Like, so letting that go and understanding that you you do have to do what's necessary, you know what I'm saying, and be okay with leveling up. But sometimes it's that fear of failure that will keep you bogged down, that fear of something new that'll keep you, you know, in that space where, you know what, I'm just going to stay here and be on the same line and stay, you know, with the same consistency and that's it. And that's going to burn you out to the point where, you know, you're not going to, you're going to lose the passion for it. You're going to lose the drive for it because it's the same monotonous thing every single time. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, in getting over that fear that weighs people down from going to the next level is how you, you know what I'm saying, how you become stronger. Because say you make one step and half of that step wasn't a good way, but you already, you're halfway to being mm-hmm. successful in that next step. So it's okay, you know, you didn't totally fail, but you just have one, you know what I'm saying, you have to redo that half a step to get to that full step that you were trying to do. But a lot of people are afraid to do that part. And letting go of that, recognizing that that fear and pointing it out, and you know what I'm saying, like really, really accepting that and then overcoming it, that's the key to that. And a lot of people like, oh, I can teach you how to level up. That's nothing that someone can teach you. That has mm. to come from inside of you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because you, I, I see these coaches and I'm not bashing the coaching industry at all because there are some amazing coaches. But in reality, if somebody does not want it, as bad as you want it for them, they will never level up. They can pay you that money every single month. You could give them a billion and one different ways to go about it. But if they don't feel it inside themselves, 
you taking their money and you you know what I'm saying they're giving you their money to stay mediocre. Mm-hmm. So oh my goodness. You, we have to be, you know, realist and say, look, you know what, we've been at this for three months. I see you still have the same bottom line in your business. Even as a consultant, I say the same thing to my clients. Obviously, you brought me, they bring me in for me to strategize to get them to the get them to the next level. I'm a three-month person. I'm going to give you 60 days, you know what I'm saying, so we can get where we need to go. But at that 87th day and you feel like, and I don't see any growth or any change, I'm going to say, listen, save your money. When you ready, I got everything that I need. We can pick up where you left off because the passion, the drive, and everything that you need to have to go to the next level, you don't have it yet. You don't see it for yourself yet. So let's go ahead. And when you ready, contact me. You have to be honest to say that because somebody else's fear can turn manifest into the blaming manifest into mm-hmm. you didn't do your job when it's really them that have that mindset for themselves that they don't see they don't see that bigger picture that you set up for themselves so those are the things that understanding that next level you got to take that has to come from within that has to come from you wanting to be better like so I, I could go on for days about that because it frustrates me because I just see it. I'm about to level up and you you really don't aren't ready. You know, wow. that kind of stuff. It just... It, this is know, good. You just got to look for this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is good. This is good. So listen, folks. Chandra Gore of Chandra Gore Consulting <laughs> has come out the box. She has hit the ground running. This is fire already. Jewels, gems. I mean, this is getting your life right right now. <laughs> if you say you want to be an entrepreneur, but you're not ready, <laughs> oh my goodness, she's gonna get you right right here. So tell us about the business that you operate, Chandra Gore Consulting. Tell us what you do there. So my, I have a two-part business. So as a consultant, um, I take people's businesses who are starting out who are already working in their business and the ones who are ready to go another, take another step, but they're unsure on how to get there. So I advise them and I strategize with them and I actually create the path for them to, you know, to walk so that they can be successful. Um, when a new business is starting out, I want to always make, work with them on how to create the foundation for their business to be ready, you know what I'm saying, to grow, to be stable because most businesses start out, they don't have their registration, they don't have contracts, they don't have all of those things that make a solid foundation for a business. So when they get out there, it falls to mush because guess what? Your foundation was built on oatmeal, you know? And so it doesn't, you know, some people have to close their business because they didn't get a business registration or a license to sell certain things. So they end up owing all this tax money, owing all this, owing everything instead of, you know what I'm saying, setting it up correctly so that they can continue to go on. And then you have some businesses that that have been in business for a while and they have everything in order, but it's something that's not really, um, not really going right for them like their sales aren't hitting they're not reaching their target audience so what I do is I watch their business for a while and I see exactly what they're doing and I strategize with them on ways that they can do they can actually strengthen themselves or change certain things for them to be successful because every time you have to make sure your business you do have to do a business checkup and I think that a lot of people forget about that you could have a 
a million dollar business is going successful, but you're not looking at any problems that you're having. You have to double check and make sure you're meeting, you know, the your, your deadlines. You have to double check and make sure your employees are happy if you have them. You have to double check your customer service and see if you're giving the best customer service because you can have a million dollar company have the worst customer service. Mm-hmm. So those are the things you have to do a checkup. So I help people, you know, do their checkups to make sure their business is going right. And then on the public relations side, those same businesses and other businesses that come to me, they don't have the business. I don't do the consulting, but I help them to get the reach that they need through media. So a lot of times I have to look at their their digital footprint. I have to look at what media they've gone through and then what their goals and aspirations are. I've had some people come to me and they're so unrealistic that I, I'm a very brutally brunt, honest person. So if it's unattainable, I will say that. I'm not going to take your money and say, oh, I'll pitch you to Ellen show when you haven't done anything that's newsworthy to be on a national show. You know what I'm saying? That kind of stuff. So just being realistic, like that's part of the public relations side of my business. I love that side because to see people's face when they're talking about their business that they love, it's like their baby that they're, they're gushing over. Mm-hmm. That's the plus that I get from having the public relations side because I can build a business all day. But having seen somebody talk about their business to other people is a whole different feeling because they are proud. You know, they are, they, they work hard and they're getting recognized for that. So that's the, the win and the, the actual um, boost that I get with having the public relations side. Like, I just, I love seeing businesses win and thrive like that. Like, I that love it. So happy. I absolutely <laughs> love it. I love it. So folks, we have Ms. Chandra Gore of Chandra Gore Consulting on on this episode today. And we're going to take a quick break. But Chandra, before we take a break, I want to ask you a question and you can think about it while we're on break. And when we come back, you can answer it. So what type, um, I'm sorry, um, how does the social and economic environment currently, um, and actually also the technological environment, has this impacting your business today? And, you know, we're throwing in the COVID-19. How has any of this impacted your business today? So we're going to get that answer from Chandra Gore of Chandra Gore Consulting when we come back. Stay tuned, folks. Hey guys, real quick interruption here, and I'll let you get back to your episode. Be sure to go over to warcry.com to grab additional resources under Karina's Welcoming Wealth Center. Karina has curated and created a ton of great worksheets, eBooks, journals, eCourses, and the list goes on. Don't delay, go check it out. That's warcry, W-A-R-K-R-Y.com. Talk soon, peace. All right, so we are back with War Cry Radio. Go be great. We have this amazing episode with Chandra Gore of Chandra Gore Consulting. And so before we went on break, I asked Chandra, how has the social, social economic, and technological environment impacted her business? Um, and then we, as, as I said, we can throw in the COVID-19 and we know that we have been thrust forcefully into this new digital age 
for this new digital digital awareness, so to speak. And so, Chandra, you have the mic. Well, I would say that COVID-19 um, has affected, this pandemic has affected my business in a way that I like to go to networking events with certain networking events. I'm naturally an introvert, and a lot of people are surprised when I say that. I don't have the, um, I don't like to be out and about anyway, but it's affected my business because of some of the businesses that I do represent their brick and mortars and they had to close their doors. So we had to strategize and sort of plan in place so that they could still service their clients virtually. And a lot of times in 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 my setup, I always have a um a Bible that I have people with with hypothetical situations. Like what if you couldn't go to the office, what would you do? So a lot of times a lot of my clients were ready for this. I was ready for this. You know what I'm saying? Because it's those hypothetical um, situations where if you sick in the bed and you can't go out, but you still got a function, you know, you have a, a plan in place. So um, it's affected it in the sense of we don't go to the studio to go, you know, to be on the news. So we send videos and I always make sure that I tell people, you know, be, you know, you have to be camera ready, but just be ready. But also have the equipment that you can record a video, even if it's on your phone and whatnot to actually share the videos or tag them and stuff like that. Um, I will say that a lot of um, a, a lot of this time it has actually helped me to refocus and re-strategize and be more creative in my business because I'm actually able to publish books a little bit faster. I'm able to um, streamline some of the processes that I had because I had the time to focus on that. So it's a, it's a dual it's a double-edged sword because it you know some things were canceled but it made up by um making me be more creative and figuring things out so the pandemic has, has had a had a small bearing on my business but not as, as detrimental as some people where they had to close all together and they lost all of their funding mm-hmm. and so that's one of the things that i'm blessed and i'm highly i'm so thankful for but you know what I'm saying? It actually brings things in perspective where I had to tell certain businesses, this is exactly why you need to have a strategy that will accommodate something like that happening. You know, so if you do need to hand the business off, and you know, you can run it virtually or you could talk to your clients or, your, you know, your patients virtually. So those are types of things. Yeah, like this pandemic has, has forced our hand in learning different things and figuring out how to work. Absolutely. So, and, and I think that's key, you know, having been in um, leadership in corporate America for so many years, there was always, we were always required to have a continuity plan. And so I think this has really taught businesses that you have to have that in place, you know, because if something were to happen and you can't go into the office, as you said, if the office has burned down mm-hmm. or if it's flooded out, which I mean, I've had, I've worked in an office where it flooded. I've worked in an office where it was freezing cold outside and there was absolutely no heat in the entire building. So you could literally see your breath in front of you. So there had to be continuity plans in place so that the businesses kept running, you know? And so I think this, this pandemic has really taught so many businesses to have that continuity plan. And I know here, and I know you said you're in Virginia, I'm in Virginia also, I'm in Richmond. And so I know here there are tons of businesses that were brick and mortar that have gone to to various other um, 
uh, services and products. I know, for instance, I, I won't name names, but there's a, a, a food place, you know, they have the breads and, you know, that's a part of the name and <laughs> I don't want to say it, but, you know, they now actually offer groceries. You know, you can come, go to the drive through window and get groceries, you know, milk, bread, things like that. And I'm thinking that's a, a, an amazing way to keep your business going without having to shut down you know and yep. so there's a lot evolve. of exactly exactly and so there are a ton of businesses that we have been seeing in this area that are doing these different things you know restaurants now offering there's a ton of them i've actually seen at this point that are offering groceries whereas they initially would offer food just you know mm -hmm. food but i mean it's really amazing to see this so Chandra, I want to ask you, what do you believe is the future for your type of business? Given really, I think, mm -hmm. given like, oh man, go ahead, go ahead. Yes, I, yes. I think, uh, given, a, given the situation that we're in, you know, again, I keep referring to the pandemic because I really believe this has taught so many people so many things. And again, I know we've mm -hmm. already been in the technology age, but this has thrust us literally deeper into the digital age. And so what do you feel is the future for this type of business? Um, it's just gonna get greater because mm -hmm. I like I have multiple different video conferencing, um, video conferencing uh, systems, right? And so there's so many options out there. There's, you know, you could connect. I just did a virtual listing party. So that yeah. it's not going to stop. It's just going to evolve and people are going to get back to the person to person mm -hmm. because they're not just emailing and hoping to get a response. People are actually calling each other right now. Mm -hmm. So it's actually just like a cycle of rediscovery on how to do business mm -hmm. and networking and personal connections. So I think that even though we're, we're digging further into technology, we're actually reconnecting with people at the same time. So with the, the advent of video calls and stuff like that, it's helping us to do that face-to-face -face that we normally would not do. You know, we are in, in meetings all together and actually having to pay attention to each other. Mm -hmm. We actually are listening to each other. We're actually talking to each other. So because we have to, because you can't go to the next cubicle and say, hey, what did they talk about in the meeting? Mm -hmm. You actually have to pay attention. Mm -hmm. You actually have to build a camaraderie with your, with your colleagues and your peers because that trust has been, you know, you've already built that trust back. So as we have the digital, the digital um, connections, the video calls, we're also developing these personal peer-to-peer -peer relationships because of the pandemic, because of something that we're going through. So we're all getting back to the basics of how business was done in the past, but with a, a futuristic twist on it. You know how the door-to-door -door salesmen used to be? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now we have to pick up the phone and talk to each other. So these are the things that we got away from that by emailing and mm -hmm. sending out mass mailings. Now we have to pick up the phone. We have to do a video call. We have to do that kind of stuff and look at each other while we're talking. Mm -hmm. I just think it's a, a duality. And I think it's a good thing that we're moving into because mm -hmm. it's forcing us to realize we are talking to other people. Absolutely. It's not a machine. Absolutely. Chandra, I want to ask you this one last question. Then I just want to give you the floor mm -hmm. to talk about what you want to talk to us about today. We can already mm -hmm. tell that the passion is there. 
Um, you know, so folks, please reach out to Chandra if, if you have any need for her services. But Chandra, I want to ask you, I think you are the perfect person to ask this question. As a business owner, what rules should we be breaking? And I ask this question, and I always preface this question with, you know, as a business owner, there are unspoken rules that have floated for eternity, that have floated out here for eternity. One of them is when you are a business owner, you have to work 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You have to get no rest, get no sleep, um, really not be around your family, just push, push, push. And that is the only way you're going to be successful in your business. That is a rule that I absolutely positively believe we should be breaking. You know, if you do things properly, oh. yes, there's times that you're going to have to spend some extra time. You know, you think about it. You go work a 40 hour, 40 week, 40 hour a week job. You may have to work 50 to 60 hours initially when you start your business. However, mm-hmm. we should not be running ourselves in the ground as entrepreneurs. And so that is the, the rule. That is like the antithesis to me to business owners. I absolutely hate that rule. And so tell us what you believe is a rule that we should be breaking as business owners. Can we first address who said that we're not supposed to sleep? Like Honey, you know. Never be there because you're trying to create somebody to go crazy. Like, right. who, who thought of that? Yeah. Like, who came up with that? <laughs> that team, no sleep. Uh, No, we need to sleep. Your brain right. is hungry. Like, you gotta. Oh, Lord. I don't know who came up with that rule, but. Oh, that rule, I can't. But the rule that I think needs to be broken is. It's okay to clap for somebody else. Mm. Oh my god! You don't god. have to. You don't have to get upset because somebody else got to the end of their race before you did. It's okay to be happy for somebody else. Let's break that that rule that I'm not hating, but I'm not gonna congratulate. That rule right there needs to stop. Yes. It is okay to clap and be happy for somebody. You may not like them as a person, but they still accomplish their goal. Be happy that they did that. You don't know what sacrifice mm-hmm. they made. They, they, you know what I'm saying? That person could have been mean as I don't know what to you. Maybe they sacrificed their friendship with you so that they can advance in their business. Not saying that's a good idea, but you don't know what that person would sacrifice. So they could have sacrificed their business and been upset about it. They could have sacrificed the time with their children at their home. So it's not like you should you can't clap for somebody even because you still running your race like let's cut that out let's be happy because i saw that um the, the comedian v simone a girl from social media she made a million dollars and she admitted that she didn't pay her team her team didn't accept money you know what i'm saying and somebody's like i wouldn't work for nobody for free she made a million dollars she should have been paying me let me tell y'all something y'all don't know the level of loyalty that is like i have friends that i I work with and I don't I'm not looking for money I want them to be successful so it's okay like to be happy that somebody met a milestone because you don't know what would if they would have failed you don't know what would have happened to them because mm-hmm. not everybody can survive failure that is the biggest thing I keep trying to tell people clap for these people because if they would have failed they might not have want to woke up the next morning Cause y'all don't y'all don't know people's mindset. So congratulate everybody. You know what I'm saying? Because that one person, you know, can't you just 
just I just want everybody to understand that you may not like them as a person you may not like what they have done you may not like anything about them but you can't say they didn't win when they win they won you know what I'm saying right congratulate them and keep running your race don't even look at that as a, oh I need to build relationship goals or business goals have your own goals stop looking at mm. everybody else be happy that they winning in their own mind if they feel like they made three dollars a day and that's winning for them congratulate them on that win because that win is happy for them you are preaching on here I tell you I tell you I love it you know and and Chandra I want to say this there have been people that have asked me and I've said this on on air before there have been people that have asked me Karina you are a financial coach a money and credit coach you're also a business coach you have this podcast why are you allowing other people who are in the same industry who do the same exact things you do on your on your show and have an availability to your audience i feel like we can all sit at the table and eat girl i'll pass the plate exactly (laughs) (laughs) because there are billions and billions of people on the earth so guess what even within and i tell this story to people even within richmond if every single person that needed my services came to me right now today i would fail because i can't service all of them so why would i not work with other people see that's that right there that that whole mentality you know goodness that's that's why i created we have the i have the collective because i can't help i can't help everybody I have you gotta have a team and you gotta be able to trust people you know you can't do that yes 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 so I want to give the show over to you now Chandra to talk about you know any services or products that you offer and also don't forget to give us uh, your contact information and remember folks all of the information that Chandra is going to give us will be in the show notes there will be clickable links however I do want Chandra to relay that information to us now Okay, well, thank you so much for having me today. Like, very you know, I just think that as a sisterhood, and as a as a business colleague, this makes me this makes my heart smile because I have my upcoming my podcast. So definitely got to have you on it because we got to talk about what you do. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> but I do have a, a a special pick my brain session subscription that I do have. It's on my website where you know just in case you don't need a full-time consultant or something like that and you just need somebody to bounce ideas off every now and then you know you can you know subscribe to that and you can bank your hours or you can you know use them when you um when you book it um as a publicist on there's really if you need media training if you want to try to get different reach on magazines you know news uh radio anything like that um you could just contact me um my website is um www.chandracourtconsulting.com i would spell it but it's a lot um but you can find me on instagram and twitter at seagore consult um and facebook chandracourt consulting um also the pr collective dc on all things social media and the website um and there you'll find my other businesses as well it's a lot to list so you know but i really appreciate you having me today um 
this was very good for me. It was cathartic. I needed it. I needed to talk about this. It's been on my mind for a, a while, and I'm happy that I was able to, you know, relay these things with you and talk to you about them, so people can understand about being an entrepreneur and what what I do as a business. Mm-hmm. Well, Chandra, I am over the top excited that you have <laughs> been on here. The information that you have shared these are really truly golden jewels and gems i mean they, they this was uh this was you know i'm always pleasantly surprised when i have guests on the show because we don't talk ahead of time there's no interview process or formal interview as far as you know meeting face to face nor video nor phone call it's you submit your information and we go from there and so i like it like that because i don't want anything scripted you know there's the bones of these are the questions that i may ask and i'm sure the audience knows that because i i typically you know there's a a, a list that i pull from but at the end of the day i love to have that you know off the cuff conversation and i gotta tell you i am when i say i am like inspired I could probably go and work a full eight hours right now. I'm not. <laughs> Girl, you better sleep. Exactly. Exactly. I am not going to work, but I can tell you I am thoroughly inspired. And it takes it takes a special kind of person and your spirit and all of that to be able to do that with me. But honey, you, you have done it on today. You have literally done it on today. And I thank you so much for that. I love it. I absolutely love it. So folks, we have been talking to Chandra Gore of Chandra Gore Consulting. And this is my sister now, guys. This is my sister right here. And so... <laughs> She will definitely be back on the show at some point. We'll probably try to get her on in the uh, third or fourth quarter of the year, but we're definitely going to get her on because she's not done talking. I can tell you. I can sense it. There's more there. And I know that there's going to be even more when she comes back. So I thank you, Chandra. Is there anything else that you want to say to the audience before we close out? I really but thank you so much for listening I really appreciate it well I have loved it I have absolutely loved it so folks I've had on the show today Chandra Gore of Chandra Gore Consulting and this has been another uh, amazing great awesome episode of Warcraft Radio Go Be Great and Chandra is literally the epitome of Go Be Great so folks I will see you on the flip side bye guys Hey guys, I wanted to give you just a quick disclaimer as I am bringing on featured guests on the show. I want to let you guys know that the views and opinions expressed here on Warcry Radio from our featured guests are those of the speaker and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of Warcry Radio, Warcry Consulting Solutions LLC, nor myself, Coach Karina. And guys, I also want to let you know that any content provided by our guests are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, anyone, nor anything. 
And guys, it is possible for you to hear something other than what I normally teach and um, guide you guys on. So please keep that in mind uh, as you are listening to our featured guests. My goal with bringing on featured guests is to bring additional value for you. Okay, so just keep that in mind, guys. Thanks. Bye.